You're listening to Betty Talks Music. You're listening to Betty Talks Music. You're listening to Betty Talks Music. Betty Talks Music. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Betty Talks Music, a podcast where my favorite people talk about their favorite songs. I'm your host, Elizabeth de Blasio. For today's episode, we'll be talking with my sister, Mrs. Priscilla Wayne. Priscilla and I shared a room for the first 14 years of my life, so I've been heavily influenced by her, including my music tastes. Priscilla, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and where you're calling in from? Okay, I'm calling in from Bend, Oregon. Uh, I've been living here for about two years. We moved from Atlanta, Georgia during the pandemic, actually. I've been here um, raising my son and being a stay-at-home mom. And prior to that, I was uh, in marketing for over 12 years, working for companies like Adidas and HBO and about to start the next chapter of what that's going to look like. So that's that's what I've been up to. Nice. Well, thank you for coming on the show. The reason why I wanted to have you on the show today is because as much as we know each other from growing up together and in the same room and listening to the same stuff from like mom and dad with the disco and the rock and roll or whatever. I don't think I know what your favorite song is. I mean, I know like past favorites that you would like force me to listen to you singing, but I don't know like (laughs) what, what your actual favorite song is. So I want you to let me know what your favorite song is and like where, where you heard it first and why, why that's your favorite. It's funny. I asked my husband, we were listening to um, your previous um, interviews and my husband agrees. It's a, it's a really good question. Um, It's a, it's a hard one because it's uh, when I was listening to other, your other other interviews, it's a hard one because it's based on mood and what you're going through at the time. Right. Yeah. And it's so, you know, the favorite is endless. Like you can, whatever it is you're going through at that moment, you're like, Oh, that's my favorite, you know, like Adele right now. And, um, but I think for me, when you really think about it, one, uh, a favorite would, and you're not going to get, you're not going to have ever guess this. Yeah. I have no, I, I have like um, no it, idea. <laughs> probably George Michael freedom. Like that is your favorite song. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, I, again, I talked to my husband about it last night when, over dinner and I said, and he said, why that's so what it's so nineties. Yeah. It's so nineties. So and I said, it's so nineties. Every time I hear that song, regardless of my mood, whether I'm sad, angry, happy, whatever, it, and whatever it is that I'm doing, driving, cooking, yelling at my son, I hear that song and you just, it's so sexy. It's so good. And like, you just can't help, but just get in the moment of, of that song and you just want to dance. And it's just, the video is like, you know, one of the hottest videos I've ever seen in my life. Like it's so sexy and it's just so good. And you can hear it anywhere in the world and people will jump on yeah, they like song. vibe to it. They definitely vibe yeah, to that it. that jump on that song. You could be in Paris. You can be anywhere. You could be in Nebraska. People, <laughs> you hear that song, and you're you're gonna dance a little. You're gonna you're gonna be in that zone. So it's hard like, not. It's hard not to like George Michael. Yeah, it really and is. And that started when I thought about it. It started with with our mother, 
um, with Careless Whisper. So <laughs> I could hear that song and I automatically will always think of our mom. She like doesn't even know the real words to, but every no. time it comes on, she'll start <laughs> singing along to it. It's like, lady, that's yeah. not what he's saying. But, but she, she knows that she's never going to dance again. So that's like... <laughs> She really gets into it. It's really funny. It yeah. is. Do you remember the first time you saw the Freedom video, though? Because like, mm. that's when VH1 was like really popular. And-, and MTV, right? And I think um, I saw it on MTV. I don't think VH1 was very much still. Um, well, no, they were playing because um, I remember playing. They're playing Michael Jackson. They were playing a lot of videos. But I think I saw it on MTV and yeah, probably VH1 a lot. And I. I remember just, it was the nineties and I think I might've been, I don't remember, maybe in middle school, definitely shouldn't probably have been watching that intense of a video because it's not intense, but it's really sexy. And for a girl that's going through like puberty, you're like, whoa. (laughs) So just in case you guys at home don't know what this video is, definitely go find it on YouTube and watch it. It's basically all of the hottest supermodels of the nineties walking around some abandoned warehouse and no clothes or sheets and rolling around in water and bathtubs. And, and when I say like the hottest supermodels we're talking about, like Naomi Campbell, Linda Evangelista, Cindy Crawford, Christy Tarling, like the hottest people of the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can see how that would have an influence on a prepubescent girl. (laughs) Right. Right. And so that was, that was my jam. So yeah, that that's gotta be it because um, it makes me think of my childhood. It makes me think of our mom. Well, George Michael makes me think of our mom. Um, and he's just so good. And like at the time, it was like that those songs that would come out, like Fast Love was another one. Um, oh, that one was so good. Yeah. I think you know, dad had this album though. Probably, probably. I do remember too, my my best friend's mom growing up and I was telling my husband last night, like, after I got off like the freedom train a little bit, cause I was playing that thing on like over and over again, <laughs> I remember going to her house and then her mom got into like a couple of years later into fast love that album came out and she had this like really hot little like black convertible BMW. And we were just like drive around blasting that thing. And she was <laughs> kind of like similar to me where she'd listen to a song over and over and over again just like and beat it to death beat it to death and we would just hear it driving around this little black convertible and you know I was like in middle school or something with my hair blowing in the wind I was like yeah fast love <laughs> um meanwhile I had no idea what the hell that any of that meant but you know I really George Michael's like my jam I'm actually surprised because I think when we were sharing a room there was a lot of Celine Dion a lot of like every one of her albums every time it came out was like that was something that we could listen to on repeat and then the greatest hits came out and it was like you know with the blue cover and everything that oh was yeah with her, her ridiculous. face yes yeah. she looked angelic yeah she is yeah. angelic she, she really is angelic is. yeah I, I really actually, thought that was what you were gonna go go with because we just listened to it so much or like bush or something because you're obsessed with bush too yeah. Yeah, I was. I, yeah. It's funny. Cause I listen to everything now that I think about it, alternative rock. I was really into this like alternative rock phase and then hip hop. And then, you know, um, 
then there was like this pop, like everything, right? It's funny because I feel like I listen to more of like different types of music when we were younger than I do now. Now it's, um, you know, I, it's old, old rock that reminds me of like our dad and like our childhood. And yeah, it's, it's funny. So yeah, no, I thought about Celine Dion, actually. I actually watched an interview of hers last night and I said, you know, I feel bad. I'm abandoning Celine right now, but <laughs> I can't. I can't deny it, you know? Yeah. No, I just, I really do think that that little radio thing, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like on that little metal stand that separated our beds. We had with the encyclopedias all the way at the top that could like fall on our heads at any moment. But grandma like insisted we have. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And I just, there was like a whole shelf of like the five CDs that we did have. And it was like Incubus, Bush, Coldplay, when Coldplay came out with Yellow. We were mm-hmm. obsessed with that too. And then like a random like Spanish CD, like La India, she was on there too. We like played oh, her yeah. out. We played her out with like Selena too. Selena, yeah. But, well, that was because I wanted to be a singer. <laughs> so I oh, I'm pra- sorry, I'm sorry. I know I'm still laughing I, at this. I'm pra- I was practicing using Selena's vocals and Celine Dion but you remember this I mean when you, uh, you I remember younger. there's lots yeah. of Mariah Carey's lots yeah. of Whitney yeah. Houston Whitney Houston that first album I I crushed that thing that thing I I would yeah that thing I played over and over again um it was that's a great album as well Whitney Houston's that first album if no one's ever heard it you should check that out Whitney rest in peace but (laughs) as I mentioned before we did share a room for a really long time growing up um and I remember a lot about that a lot about that time a lot of cds being all over the place a lot of different I guess like stereo systems that came in and out of the room um mostly though I just like the radio was always on so it's it's funny because I keep remembering that you used to (laughs) this is so old school you used to record music on the radio with the like tapes like cassettes and I remember (laughs) like wait for your favorite radio show on whatever channel it was to like hear the same four songs that you knew they were going to play and then tell me to like shut the hell up or get out of the room so that you can record them and then you can play them later on our stereo yeah yeah and it's funny because um we um couldn't afford um blank tapes I remember um I would always ask mom can you buy me some tapes so I can record my music and you know she bought me one and I was supposed to use that one over and over again and I decided um you know I was like this isn't gonna work out for me so we had all of these different cassette tapes um because I'm old and what I would do is I I like remember looking at the cassette tapes and being like okay what's the difference between this cassette tape and this blank cassette tape and I realized that there's this little square thing on top of the cassette tape that basically you just move and so um that was the difference between a blank tape and then a tape that was recorded on so what I did was I put scotch tape on all of the ones that were <laughs> recorded on. And so, for example, Whitney Houston, you know, that first album that she had, um, you could put the scotch tape on top of the square 
that you actually bought the the tape, you know, the Whitney Houston album on, and you can record over it. And then if you take the scotch tape off, you'd still have her music on there. But what? if you had the scotch tape on the tape, yeah, you could record all of your other music. So I, I don't know, you know, I was like a little engineer, I guess. I should have just done that instead of marketing. And I figured this out. So uh, we had all of these tapes because all of these recordings off the radio because I had figured this out and yeah I this is it's I do remember this though like a lot of different cassette tapes like so we had like Disney like Disney ones so I remember like a Lion King one and thinking like oh this is the Lion King soundtrack and Uh, me, me Paul and Tommy trying to listen to it and it coming up as like I don't know that Puff Daddy song with right, Biggie right. Yeah, like, this no, isn't this is not yeah, yeah a lot of curse words and <laughs> yeah a lot of rap and hip-hop and whatever I was into at the time but yeah um and then I also remember recording over one of the things that you had made I think you oh. had like just made it and it was that Mary J Blige song the one with Method Man what is what, it? Um, you're all I need. Or, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you had like just put it on your tape <laughs> and I recorded over it for some stupid, like, you know, it was like sync or something that they were playing on the radio and I was obsessed with Justin Timberlake. So I recorded over it and I think you came home and put it on and was like, what the hell is this? Do you know how long it took me to get this song on here? And it was actually really funny now thinking back on it but it's like I really recorded over Mary J for NSYNC and Justin Timberlake just well, like that that was your you were really into that you had the posters and everything and you know so <laughs> I understand now looking back but at the time when I would record these this music off the radio um, because again you know uh, there was always a new song that you wanted to learn you know hear over and over again that was the coolest thing in either middle school and high school and the thing for us when I was younger was learning all of the lyrics and being able to know the entire song from beginning to end and that required obviously hearing it over and over again which required getting the record or cassette or whatever to the cd to listen to it and we just you know we didn't you, we grew up very um, limited resources and frugal and we weren't, that wasn't going to happen in our house. So in order for me to stay, I guess at the time it was like, cool. Um, I had to get kind of thrifty. And so that's, that's the, the method that I did. And I remember being really at the time into hip hop and that required a lot of memorizing those lyrics and you know, to be cool. <laughs> but but yeah it's got to be George Michael freedom because again like any of your listeners right now if you go play that song you're gonna you're gonna start like vibing out to it and feel sexy and want to like just go and just start the day off so like hot and look good and feel good it's definitely it's definitely a really good one oh George Michael he was really just like coming out with the hits all the time though too yeah yeah and that and that Adele I remember that tribute she did a couple years ago um was really great too I forget what award show she did that on and um she did a tribute to George Michael and she killed it and I remember she was about to start singing and she got really emotional and she couldn't she started to mess up a little bit and she in the middle of the performance and there's like you know 
millions of people watching on TV and all of her, you know, the people around her, these artists are watching her and she got emotional and she was messing up the song. I remember, and I forget what song it is. And she stopped because she was like, I can't continue and be that disrespectful towards Michael. <laughs> We're going to start this all over again. <laughs> and From the top. Yeah, from the top, uh, live on TV, and she she killed it afterward. You know, she she did a great job. So, yeah, she he was the best. He was he was a good one. Yeah, really good. Okay, cool. This was this was a really fun conversation. It was nice to reminisce with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> no, of course. Um, and thank you to all my listeners out there. I hope you liked today's episode. Let me know if you want to be on the show. I'm looking for guests. Always looking for new guests. But yeah, thank you, Priscilla. This was this was a lot of fun. I hope you I hope you have a good day. Yeah, you too. Freedom. <laughs> As always, thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Follow us on Instagram at Betty Talks Music. Like and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And check out our website, BettyTalksMusic.com, if you have any questions or comments. I'd love to hear from you.